Walls. People are so fond of their walls. A moment like this, though, I don't remember what I ever saw in walls. Yes, they hold up my roof, keep me hidden. But when a wall is blown up and chunks of a wall are stabbing into my lungs, I don't fucking ever want to see a wall again in my life. I want to tear every wall down, like Mega Ronald Reagan. Mr. Gorbatron, tear down this wall. Right now I'm wishing I could go into a Walmart, look for a copy of Pink Floyd's The Wall, and throw it to the ground. Which is just a wall that can't make up its mind. But this isn't some little kid's fantasy bony dream shit. Walls are here. Walls are queer. And I need to burst through these walls. The exploded twit balls are stabbing into my breath sack though. Walls are dicks. I can't climb up, no way, no how. Times like these, I am forced to use my extensive knowledge of opposite seas and climb down. The wolf's den in the basement is a bloody mess. It looks like a slushy sprinkler has gone off on the fastest setting. It looks like a hamburger fight had gone horribly wrong. It looks like somebody had filled the basement with exploded wolves. One of the elegant beasts is still alive, but not for much longer. She has more walls in her than I do. Speaking of walls, I'm reminded of my childhood and a similar blood-soaked basement. But that blood wasn't wolf's blood, it was person blood. It was mommy person and daddy person blood, the only persons who ever cared for me, besides Director Smith. And now his person blood was all over the walls, just like all the other persons. Speaking of youth and walls, I'm reminded of my years as a blossoming teen. A similar setting, another blood-soaked wolf's den, the one I called home. But that was the blood of wolves who had raised me for years. There's a saying amongst people who were raised by wolves. But how could I ever forget my pack? Speaking of packs of bloody stuff all over walls, I turn my attention to the poor mutilated wolf squirming in pain. It looks at me one last time with its dumb dying face and says something in Wolfrican. Kill them. Kill them all. I will kill them all. Anyone who was involved in it. Anyone who profited. Whoever blew up the twerk hit the jackpot. But the prize is 100 me shooting their faces. Being raised by wolves taught me a few good lessons. Like how to track a human in the woods. And how much to tip delivery drivers. Three salmon. But the most important lesson of all was my sixth sense. And now is the perfect time to put my smace to the test. I made a promise that I would never lick another wall after that wall killed that wolf a minute ago. But there is a several species slayer out there somewhere. All promises are off, except the promise of a slow death. In my smasting, I can definitely smace some C4 alright, and lots of blood. And... <laughs> Bingo. It was soda alright. I can smace Rick's soda from 15 miles away with a 5 mile wide pool of skunks in between. Soda was as cunt as they come. A low level arms dealer turned informant turned next person on my 10 people who aren't good list. Soder! He's the same as ever. That creepy look on his face like he just put some super glue on his wet parts. That look like he just ate the wrong raccoon. Like he just wants to go into a hat store and buy some shoes. Sam! Class will be out in a few minutes. I'll talk to you then. Mr. Soder, who is this? Oh, it's... nobody, Polly. <laughs> oh no, Polly. Soder lied to you, like he did everyone else. I'm not nobody. I'm Sam Death. I work for the government, and your teacher is a bad guy. Oh, like Denzel in Training Day? Uh, 
Yeah, just like that, actually. Soder, you gonna tell me what I need to know? Suck my dick, bitch! Who killed the wolves? <laughs> ah! I don't know anything! Who did you sell the C4 to? Tim, can you press that button for me? Ah! Thanks, Timbo. Here, have some chocolate. I've been completely out of the game. I was just making a living. You know who's not making a living? Wolves. How long have you supposedly been out of the game? A year! You believe that, Polly? Frankly, Sam, I don't believe a fucking word of it. a girl. Here, let me light that for you. You're going places. Hey, Soder, what was that you said to me a minute ago? And I, I don't remember. You told me to suck my dick, bitch. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that what you said to me? I'll leave you one nut. Which nut you want? Come on, man. I'll leave you one nut. Which nut you want? Okay, fine. There's a guy. My old accountant, Heffler. He kept all my books. Anybody I sold anything to my entire career. He hangs out in the basement of a Chinese place. The... The, the narcoleptic dragon. I swear! That's what you get for swearing in front of children. You're a nice shot, Polly. For a skirt. I'm not just some dame. I'm gonna be just like you someday. Oh, Polly. You've witnessed too much. There won't be no more some days for you. Huh? Now, I have been in bad before. And even badder than that sometimes. But I don't think that this qualifies for badder. I think this has worst written all over it. This situation went bad faster than off-brand batteries. It quickly battened, like exposed avocados. It went bad quicker than the corpse of a wolf left in some dank basement. Oh, I just made myself sad. Well, I have two things to go off of. The woman that Blair had spoken about moments before his demise, and an accountant. Weak. But two things is better than one things, though. And much better than no things at all. But you know what? Three things is better than two, and four better than three. And that's all the things. From the outside, the narcoleptic dragon looks surprisingly... What's the word? Sleepy? Is it surprising that it's sleepy? I guess it's not really. Surprises are usually nice. Well, surprise, surprise. The alley behind the building is dark and dank, like my mood. Even though I know trouble waits for me with Heffler in the basement... I am a professional. I stroll up to the door like I've been here before. This ain't no game, no. Not Connect 4. Who the fuck are you? I'm here for Heffler. That's great, but you didn't answer my question. Who the fuck are you? Remember all those stories that your mother told you as a kid about monsters? Well, I'm Sam, and my mom told me the same stories. Spooky stuff. Okay, Sammy. I like your style. Come in. For a place that is so illegal, they sure do let government agents in pretty easily. He let me in the basement faster than Anne Frank on opposite day. The place is overrun with people who look like they know their way around a scientific calculator. Heffler's easy to spot. He's the guy at the bar with terrorists written all over him. You must be Heffler. I'm Sam Death. I need to see all the books you have from Soder's bomb making, specifically C4. Who the hell do you think you are? How did you get in here? It's now time for a math off! Is there anybody who would like to challenge? Yeah, I'd like to challenge this man. Me? Ha! You stand no chance. I'm a master accountant. Didn't look like you were accounting on that. This is not a place for bullets. 
We fight with our math here! I got some math for you. Stab plus gunshot equals blood. Now do you want me to start doing some equations in here? Then get the fuck out. Heffler, give me the name on the C4. We didn't do names. We made deals by phone. Here. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? It's just a bunch of numbers. It's a photo- Ah! A photo number? That doesn't make sense. I brutally beat him for information, as I have done to many men before. I... I might have pushed his body too far. He keeps shouting nonsense, like num and burr and phone. Stubborn SOB can't give me anything useful before his lungs stop a breathing. It's a funny thing, your lungs. They just breathe for you. Weird. Where was I? Nothing he said could help me. Could it be a numb phone? I don't know what that is, or maybe... Wait. Phone? It is a ten-digit number! But how could it be a phone? A phone's not numbers. Unless... It's the amount of phones in the world, maybe? All of this thinking, and all that general gow from the narcoleptic dragon, has me nodding off quick. I'm as tired as a cannibalistic turkey that just had its feed. I... Tired. That was refreshing. I dreamed that I was back at the wolf's den with my family. It was noon. So as you can expect, there was tea served. Wolf tea time and all. My whole pack was there, alive. The Alpha came to me and handed me a phone and said, All I needed was that to know what to do next. Mr. Death, you're craftier than you seem. You? I killed you years ago. I watched you die. Oh, him? You killed a mere patsy. Sorry I haven't kept in touch. I've been oh so busy lately. Well, looks like we'll have to have a get-together sometime soon. Sooner than you think. Everything I know is a lie. The man who is responsible for all the pain in my life is still alive. He has killed so many of my families. But then who was Rogiano, the man I hunted for years? I was sure he was the guy, it was 100%. That was why Director Smith helped me join the Twit in the first place. I feel like today went from worst to... Worst. Today changed as much as a Coinstar machine. Today changed as drastically as Windows 8. It changed as drastically as that time Natalie Portman shaved her head for that movie. And I was like, Natalie, what did you do? Times like these are when I am most on my toes. My senses are as aware as humans are of wolf tea time. Very aware. If I concentrate, I'll be able to figure this all out. But if I concentrate... Hmm. Hmm. 1675 Clark Street. Well, it's now one of two things I have. And two things is definitely better than one things. I'm going at this alone. I have no friends alive, and I have no idea what I'm getting into. But I don't need that stuff. All I need is my body, and my guns, and my edgy sense of humor. And there's no turning me away. This is it. 1675 Clark Street. Small industrial building, couple stories tall. I hope they have vengeance insurance. The sparse lighting outside casts a shadow across the parking lot. The shadow makes the earth look like it's wearing blackface. It's funny. No one ever gets mad at the earth when it pulls that shit. But if a badass government agent dresses as zombie Michael Clark Duncan for Halloween, 
Suddenly, he's insensitive. This all smells kind of funny, like scratch and sniff undies. Smells funny, like clown farts. It smelled as funny as an egg salad scented for breeze. The weight of the hand cannon in my right hand is like the hand of God, comforting hand on my shoulder. Hand. I will do this for Smith, and the wolves, and Polly, and that dame with the killer rack who was helping Craig net. But most of all, I do this for all those people I just mentioned. There! Second story, right side. An open window. Ugh, windows. They're like see-through walls. Don't get me started on wall- This has been a Shadow Baby production. Go to punchthenight.tumblr.com for more information.